distance Join the resistance Come on, let's start by talking tactics Have a pass and match this Here's how we practice The last order conversation David Jason and Welcome to Pop Culture Continuum. This is John Elliott. And this is Patrick Riccardi. This week, we have nothing because it's the new freewheeling post-COVID lifestyle. Are we post-COVID? No, uh, certainly not. Are we post-death? Uh, I feel like never. They should just people should just stop dying now. We've been through enough. The fuck. Anyway, yeah, we didn't watch anything uh, or, or listen to anything. Listen to or anything. Read anything. Yeah. On. I mean, not the same thing that both of us did, unless we had. A remarkably uh, a synchronistic uh, week. Uh, I hate that word as well, but but you plan on seeing John Wick four in the near future? I do. I am hoping to see it tomorrow. You know, aside from the uh, before sunrise before sunset uh, trilogy, that's the only franchise I'm I'm care about. Well, well, Mad Max, if that is going to continue to be a franchise, but the Mad Max franchise only from Fury Road on, you know, not that, <laughs> not that I didn't like the the first two. I thought Thunderdome was a little bit ridiculous, but uh, did did we do we did Mad Max? Which Mad Max did we do versus we did Fury? the first one? The it first, was not okay. which is the worst one for sure. That's why first rhymes with first worst. It, and it rhymes with first. I mean, yeah. you, you weren't wrong. Um yeah, I, I don't. What are do you like the John Wick movies? I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, I I can't remember if you told me to watch the first one or if we we both found it independently. But it's the first one is the, the, the subsequent ones are great, but the first one is so surprisingly good. It's just it's you know they're just the, him having the uh, the 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 revenge about a dog is just is it's so unexpected but so beautiful and the whole and it, it goes on it's so good all the way through is this the last one or they I, from what I heard it's supposed to be but I I don't know I haven't read anything about it because I don't want to I don't right. want spoilers I do think Not that I, it would be there would be real spoilers in it I'm sure like I could kind of figure out what's going to happen I think but you know in, I, in a I, sense but I feel like I've read that there's going to be a uh, I don't know if there's going to be sequels to this, but there's going to be other movies in the universe. Which there are, yeah. They, uh, I did hear about that because they're doing one based on, um, oh, I can't remember her name, uh, but one of the characters they're doing the movie on her that um, he's going to be in. I think he's going to appear in Keanu Reeves, and mm. then um, yeah, there's another one. I can't remember what, what that's about. Maybe a, an Ian McShane one or something. Um, oh, that would be cool. Yeah. Uh, but I'm not I'm not positive on that. But uh, yeah, so I think this is supposed to be the last of the John Wick series. But then again, I mean, you know, that's easy to say. I'm sure they could. I know Keanu's getting older, but they could keep going on this if they wanted. Um, Unlike yeah. going to lots of franchises, I'm looking forward to the next uh, whatever that Ryan Johnson detective character is called. Oh, oh OK. If you're talking Knives Out, yes. Yes. I, I'm into that too. I think we discussed that on, yeah. on a yeah. previous one. Yes, I just think I'm you're I'll definitely be into that. Of course, I'm into the, the ones that you hate, but I'm not even thinking of those. I'm sure there's other franchises you like. I just can't. I can't think of any. I can't. Oh, Blade Runner. Runner. I hated that second Blade Runner, man. I didn't say it. I, yeah, 
It's so long. I, I don't. I don't know. It feels long too. Yeah. Like the first one. Like just keep your memories of the first one. I mean, I do anyway. Even though I saw the second one, I'm like, oh, okay, that didn't. You know, I didn't really it, penetrate my consciousness. So it's it such a long time. I think I saw the the first Blade Runner twice, and I think I saw both. Well, I think there's multiple versions of, but I think I yeah. saw the version that was that had the. Uh, the, like the what's it called the voiceover with Harrison Ford and then is there isn't there another one without that? Do I have that yeah, there's. I think there are three versions. I don't know because I own it and I can't remember. It's like director's cut, extended director's right, cut. Yeah, yeah. I, like all this shit, whatever they call it. Yeah. Is there a criterion of that? No, that would be nice. Yeah. That, that that would be a good one for them to do. But it feels like if they did it, there would be like all the versions on the criterion. Yeah. No. I mean, they're all on the one I have too. Yeah. Okay. But that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I really like, I saw Blade Runner in the theater, so I, I was 12, I guess. Yeah, I thought it was really cool. Um, at the time, it, that's why we went to see the, the sequel in theaters. Like, uh, Viv and I both really liked Blade Runner, and we were both just like, oh, all right. I, I just don't think it did anything with it that was worthwhile. That was, I see. you know. Now, uh, off, Slightly off topic, but have you watched any of um, Shrinking on Apple TV? Uh, Don't have Apple okay. TV now. It's uh, it's pretty funny. It has Harrison Ford as kind of the grumpy therapist, and Jason Segel's is the main character. But it's, oh yeah, you were telling me about that. Okay, yeah. I couldn't remember if I brought that up last time, but just because we were talking about Blade Runner, Harrison Ford, it just it crossed my mind. And the finale was on recently, and it was it was a well done series. I think. I see. I know. I can't remember anything. Did we talk about uh, Lance Reddick dying on the last? No, that's more uh, recent. I, that's really. I was really super bummed by that. Speaking of John Wick. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I know him from The Wire first, and then uh, Fringe, and then Bosch, and and John Wick. Like, yeah, I thought he was really awesome. So he's, he's good. Everything I've seen him in, he's he's been good. That 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 Comedy Central show that. Was was pretty popular for a while. The corporation, I think it was called. He was good never saw that. it. Yeah, it was it was it was funny. Just kind of a it was weird, but uh, you know, <laughs> in a good way. But I think it was called the corporation, unless I'm making the whole thing up. But uh, after he died, the that clip of him on the Eric Andre show started uh, being spread. Have you watched that? It's very funny. Wait, what? Yeah, he he guests on the Eric Andre show. Oh Eric, yes, I see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Tons of people posted that after. He yeah. Died. Exactly. <laughs> so perfect. Like he's he's the best at being like you don't want to piss him off. That's right. the effect he gives <laughs> in all his dramatic roles, and you're just like, yeah, I get it, man. He's good at that. Um, that's why that Eric Andre one was so funny. Uh, and then uh, Paul Shear was saying he was on that NCICSF, whatever that sh- you know his parody show that they had. Oh, was he? I didn't know that. Yeah, and he was I forgot. I talking, yeah, I know. I need to. Me too. Did you watch the? Uh, well, before we go to that, he was saying that um, Lance Reddick was like hella funny, and you know, he he was like, you, he expected him to be all super serious, but he was like all into anime and geeky stuff, just <laughs> like Paul Shear. He was so, yeah. R.I.P. Lance Reddick. You, uh, were, yeah, he was great. Yeah, great. And did you did you watch Fringe? No, I never, I, I never got into that one. Never even tried it, so I probably would have liked you, it. But it was just you, one of those came and went. No, you, it's on HBO Max, I think. You, Is you'll, it? you'll love it. I think I told yeah. you before. It's, it's like the X Files, but 
it never went off the rails like the X-Files did. I should watch it. Yeah, that's the kind of show. I still haven't finished Lost, and I do like Lost, and I don't care that people hate the ending, and I kind of know what the ending is, but I still want to see what it's like. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, people hated Lost, especially by that because of that ending and, like, that last season, you know, it was just like, okay, you're not going to tell us anything, are you? You're not, like, you're, you're still just making shit up. There's no right. real yeah. answer to any of yeah. this, you know? But, like... I had known that kind of from the beginning or I suspected, so I wasn't as upset by that. I did think the way they, they decided to do the last episode was, it wasn't my thing, but yeah, people got way too upset about that kind of shit, man. Yeah. Yeah, And I, I, but I feel like there's also, there's in this, I've, I've heard this talked about with other shows recently that, that creators of shows react to fans, yes, figuring out secrets and t- try to change things, and I don't just stick with their story, dudes. I mean, yeah, that, who that's cares they, if somebody they, gets it right on the internet? Somebody's bound exactly. to statistically, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like. <laughs> yeah. So that's why they changed and then went back with a terrible sitcom, which I know you didn't like, but there's aspects of it I did like the uh, How I Met Your Mother. But oh yeah, they, yeah, no, they, not my thing. So they didn't, did don't really cool, know. The the end of the show, like the beginning of the show was kind of clear who the mother was. And I think they they changed things. It was like, oh, this is too obvious. But then in the end, they went back to it being her. And it was just it was just cheap. And it was I, I, I'm still aggravated about the end of that show. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, I do get it. Too. Like when you invested a lot of time, like watching a show and like, you know, caring about the characters when they fuck it up at the last. Right. Episode, no, I, I get it, it. it. It does. Yeah, I get it, too. But. I don't know, man. You know, it's hard to stick the landing all the time. And yeah, yeah. Like when I write fiction type stuff, I don't write anything until I know the ending. So I, I think that that's just a little tip for you, uh, TV writers. <laughs> well, I think the problem is they don't have like when they're they're hoping a, a show lasts a long time and there's really not right. an easy way to create. I think that's the problem with uh, how I met your mother. They did go back to what their original ending was, but they didn't think about the fact that they created this really interesting story before they got to that ending. It would have been much better if they stuck with it, but whatever. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, and, I, I, and I think they're, they're hurt by act uh, high, the, like the show is not that well written, but the actors are so good in that show. So like the, them killing off a character with the actress was so good was really bad. <laughs> Oh yeah, see, I don't even know what what that ending was. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the the woman who's in the Marvel movies was killed. No, the, the uh, woman who was in the Marvel movies is is in the show from the start, and it was kind of clear that that she was the mother, and then they they took that away and made it seem like it wasn't. And in the end, it was. They ended up getting married, but she's the stepmother, and the actual mother died. Oh, okay. Got it. So it was really cheap, and the actual mother's played by someone I can't remember her name, but you would know her because she's been like she she hasn't been in anything that's really oh you know what she was in that, that I think we both loved was that Andy Samberg movie where it was a Groundhog Day situation. He was he was the love interest. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, it was Palm Springs, right? Yeah, yeah, Palm Springs. Yeah, but she's one of those actresses that seems to be in a bunch of stuff that doesn't quite hit. But she's always good in the stuff. She's yeah. like, I think Palm Springs did hit, but that's a movie. But TV show wise, yeah. But she wasn't. Yeah, yeah. That was um, a really that's a, that was that came out near the start of the pandemic, and it did. Was, and I don't know if that was ever going to go into theaters. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. But whatever, it was a really good movie. Yeah, no, it was perfect for a streaming thing during yep. the pandemic, man. Yeah, 
Krista um, Malati is her name. Yeah, Chris. Yes. Um, what was I going to say? Um, something about how how I met. Oh, you're. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I think that's one thing, especially if you're a sitcom, um, and you've been on for I don't know what it was, seven years, probably something like that. Uh, don't end it on a downer. Like that's not what people. Go to well, I, I think they did, they did the downer before the last episode. I forget how they did it, but I mean, I guess it, it's it not brought down it, the whole final episode well, as well, be, right? But, but, but I mean, the thing is, like, they set up like there's five seasons be, before this season where the the Marvel lady got involved with Doogie Howser, and they Kobe were a couple. Smolders. Kobe Smolders. Sorry, and, I, I'm <laughs> always scared of saying her name because it like it sounds wrong to me, and I always want to say Colby, so I I just say the Marvel woman. But yeah. But they 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 were a couple, and it was a really well written couple. And, and of course, uh, 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 Neil Patrick Harris has has a lot of charm. So the, they had a lot of it, it. It felt real. And the the other the dude that's the the lead character, lead actor on How I Met Your Mother is not oh, yeah. really that is not boring. <laughs> exactly. But anyway, yeah. so they the after building this like arc for the Neil Patrick Harris kind of jerk character, making him to the like get involved in the relationship and be a, a good guy. They break all that and break them up in order to get the other two together, which is just like it's spitting in the people's faces of the show. And then they introduce Krista Malati, who's a great actress, and you fall in love with her, and then they kill her just so they can make it to the ending they wanted to have. And it's just – it's really – yeah, you're right. It shouldn't be a downer, but it should also not aggravate me. And I'm one of those people that you complained about. Um, No, no. Like I said, I – well, yeah, I don't – I do, I do understand. I have gotten like annoyed at shows that have ended. I was annoyed a little at, at Lost, you know, not as mm. much as everybody else, I guess. Right. But, yeah. um, but I also think like, like you were saying, like they want these shows to go on and on. I think four seasons, man, like the good place, you know, they planned on four seasons. They did four. I think four seasons is a good place to stop. Like maybe five. I know. Yeah. I think five. The wire did it five. Um, and, and obviously I love that, but like that, yeah, that's probably perfect. Stop at five. Everybody still loves you. I can't think of a series that went on like longer that needed to really, maybe Seinfeld, I guess. Yes. Yeah. Well, then that's a little and the Simps- like the Simpsons were good up to season 10 or so. I think, and I think, you know, I have not watched, so I can't say for sure, but I've seen bits from the Simpsons that make me think I should start watching again because they've been really funny. Like they, they, oh, they just, like they, I haven't they, seen anything. Yeah, they have this one bit where people were really upset about it, and I laughed. People were upset because they're stupid. The same kind of, but anyway, there's the bit where Martin Prince uh, like does really well at school, and then they have a scene of him going home, and it turns out he's a narc, like he's an adult in in a school. <laughs> and it's such a good joke to mess with your characters like that. So <laughs> I think, yeah, I should, I just, I should just pick out a couple like modern Simpsons episodes to see what they're like. Cause I, I think maybe they're, they're better than I think. Cause it, it did get, it get, I got bad enough that I stopped watching for a while, especially yeah. what they were doing. It seemed like every other episode was a celebrity cameo and it was a celebrity, celebrity playing, playing himself. And it really was not, wasn't great, but I no, just want to go it, back and see what they're doing. Yeah. No, but I yeah. know. I really hated that shit when they're like, clearly like want somebody to come in and do the show. So they're writing a whole thing around right. that. Yeah. And Yeah. But I, I mean, I, they did start that early on too, with like the Michael Jackson thing, which was a terrible fucking episode. But right, but that was much different. I mean, 
I yeah, don't, I don't, I didn't think it was a terrible episode. I thought it was okay, but it was not most of the time back then when they're having celebrities, they're, they were voicing somebody else. Like they weren't voicing themselves. Like there's a whole like couple of seasons where Ron Howard was playing himself, like in different episodes, no offense to Ron Howard, but those episodes were not very good. Oh yeah. Yeah. Now I know. And I remember I was, cause I was in Vegas the night of the, like, that they were doing the um, season opener with who shot Mr. Burns. So there was going to be revealed and there were like odds. They had odds up on the <laughs> fucking wall on the electronic boards. Yeah. I, 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 I guess it doesn't have the cultural cachet it once did. No, I'm, I'm, really nothing was, does after that long. Though. Right. But I, I, I still want to watch a couple of us to see what they're doing. I, I think it's kind of impressive how long it's lasted. Yeah, I'd check it out. I don't know what they've done with Apu. Did they? Uh, I think they just took him off, right? I think Character? so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, what's his name? Fought that for a little while, and then he realized that it was not Hank Azaria. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, dude. <laughs> Read the did room. They, I wonder if like, they must have taken him off entirely because even if you have an Indian actor playing that part. The part itself is just a stereotype. So it's like. Right, exactly. It, you have to get rid of the entire character. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, listeners, uh, if you uh, have bad taste and you know the answer to whether Apu's still on The Simpsons or not, let us know. Well, Wikipedia says appearing 1990 to 2020, so I'm guessing he's gone. Yeah, but, you know, Wikipedia can be edited by anyone. There was that documentary that came out before he was taken off. Did you watch that? That seemed like it might be interesting. The problem? No, I didn't. It was that. And that it was that uh, Indian American comedian, right? Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I think I his name his face looks familiar, but I don't think I've seen his like uh, stand up or anything. Harry kind of kind of. Yeah, I only saw him like on talk shows about the movie. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I yeah, I would like to see that too. Speaking of uh, documentaries, any good documentaries? I don't think we've talked about any documentaries. Uh, no, I haven't watched any lately. Have you, have you? I'm trying to think. Oh, man, I did. And then, like, of course, I don't remember the fucking name of it. Um, yeah, I'm going to try to look it up. How? I don't know. It was about. Um, oh, I know how. I think this is how I looked it up once before. Um, it was a documentary about. A fire at this club in um, in Romania, and uh, and they like it, it was pretty like it was kind of one of, one of those great white type situations, you know? Right. Um, uh, but they had like actual film from inside, which was very <laughs> difficult to watch. Um, thankfully, not much. But then it was about. Uh, Basically, these reporters who were like, hey, what why did these why are all these people who were victims of the fire like dying in the hospital? Because these people didn't have burns that bad. So it was like an investigative thing. And it like was just like a corrupt system of like sanitary requirements in hospitals all the way up to the top of the government. And like, geez, it's. It's like a chilling fucking movie. Um, yeah, no, it's not. It's not a fun watch, <laughs> but like it, it is. It did really make you realize like how vital a free press is. I'll say that. Um, 
Yeah, god damn it. I want to see what is it called. Come on. Oh, Collective. It's on Hulu, I think. Um, it's <laughs> it's really cool. Anyway, yeah, that's the only one I can think of right now. Yeah, I, I was on a, a while where I'd watch all like the. It, I don't know if this happens as much now, but it's at one point Netflix was putting out a lot of uh, documentary series, and I, I'd watched yeah. a few of those, and they were they're all pretty like that. Did you, did you watch the one about the cult? The, oh, oh yeah, the the Nexium cult. Thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that was a really good one. Uh, well, see, I was like, by the second season, I was like, all right, speed no, it no, up. No, no, you know this what? This is how I feel no. with all these. I'm sorry, not the next. I didn't watch that one. Was that good? I'm I'm talking about the 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 cult from the '80s that was up in that took over a town up in. Uh, oh yeah, in Oregon that Oregon, they did the yeah. documentary now uh, parody of Wildwell Country. No, I didn't see that documentary now. Yeah, well, yeah, I yeah we saw that. I mean, a while back. I guess, right, when it that, first that's came what I mean. Out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have I it's been about that long cuz I got into that one. I watched that and I think there's a couple others around that same time and then I kind of I think I watched one that was about a you know, I watched the one about the the girl that was that was like sexually assaulted by the neighbor friend that they just made a it was a documentary on Netflix or Hulu or whatever and then they made a movie out of it. Oh yeah, they made a, they made a movie about it on like Peacock or something, right? Yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah. I mean, but I watched that and I was just so like it was so so terrible. The documentary, watched, not terrible. Like it was well made, but I was like, right, this no. turned my stomach. I couldn't. I was just like, okay, let's watch something fun now. And I yes. never got back into documentaries. You don't need to because the entire time I was watching it, I was like thinking to these parents, I'm like, what the fuck yeah. is wrong with? Them? Oh god, like, yeah, that was a yeah, so stupid. Yeah, <laughs> it like I was getting. That's the most I think angry I've ever got. <laughs> I'm watching a film where I was just like, you need to have your children taken away from you by the state. <laughs> Did <laughs> you watch that Peacock? Uh, like the, the movie no, no, no interest, man. I saw yeah. the documentary was enough. Bad enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's interesting. He's taken a turn. Like he, he's a pretty good comic actor, but now he's like, he was in a uh, white Lotus is kind of a, like, that I was who you said it was. Sorry. Oh, I, I have to look up his name. He's the dude from the last season of The Office where he played the the proto Jim character. He was. Oh, yeah, the, I know. I know who you're ta- exactly who you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't know his his name, but I've seen him. Like he was in a. He's been uh, in a bunch of stuff since yeah. The Office. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's he was in some romantic comedy with Jenny Slate, but now he's like in White Lotus. He played kind of a really good like jerk, and yes. I mean, obviously it's it's a, it's a to a much greater extent in this peacock movie but maybe that's like he's done his comedy now he's just going to do some like where he's the bad guy in a bunch of stuff yeah i mean i don't know i get that impulse i think it'd be fun much yeah. more fun to play the bad guy if you're if you're an actor um yeah no yeah i know that's that's the jake, other thing about jake lacy i found him jake lacy is his yeah name. no i can picture his face yeah that's <laughs> and it i mean he did great for comedy but he his face really it does it works well for bad guys too <laughs> well because it's such a like all-american guy yeah. looking face that yeah right. um yeah well I, I just thought when i asked you about documentaries and then we were talking about documentaries maybe we shouldn't watch documentaries they're all fucking <laughs> depressing dude they really are <laughs> like what the fuck i'm gonna google happy documentaries right now dude speaking of depressing documentaries jesus christ probably talked to you about it before but um oh fuck what's it called deer 
God damn it. I'm losing my mind, dude. Dear, see, all I can think of is Dear Evan Hansen, and it's not that. Anyway, it's a bit, you know what? I'm not even going to go into it. That's how fucking deep. I was like wailing at the end of that one. I, was, I just did a search. Is it Dear Zachary? That's the dear, first. Yes. Jesus Christ. Yeah, Dear Zachary. Uh, you know, I, I would say don't watch it. Uh, oh, my God. I mean, I'm just reading the first paragraph, and it says it's it's about it's edited, directed, and scored by this guy named Kirk Cuny. It's about his close friend. So that that had to be terrible for him to make. I mean, it's terrible to watch. I mean, it's just like it rips your fucking heart out. Yeah, uh, ignore that one. But let's see, <laughs> happy documentaries, man. Um, I mean, on the other hand, it it uh, it. You know, I mean, it was memorable. It made a huge impression. But, you know, I, I think nowadays I'm more like, okay, well, what what type of impression was it? Like, if it's too negative, maybe I can just do without it. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but now that we're on the on the topic, I have like so many fucking uh, disturbing documentaries that uh, I've seen. I mean, you're um, telling me not to watch it, but this sounds really intriguing. <laughs> I don't really I mean, know. I don't really know what's happened. I just know that yeah, he's murdered. No, so, pre- prepare yourself for uh, insane crying. Um, <laughs> but uh, the act of killing—did you see that? No. God damn it, dude! Um, all right, wait. I'm looking it up now. It was one of the most insane documentary documentaries i've ever seen let me i'm just going to read from uh from wikipedia it's a 2012 documentary film about individuals who participated in the indonesian mass killings of 1965 to 1966 and what this guy did was went to these people who did the mass killings and had them reenact the mass killings oh my god it like dude it is so, f- and there was a sequel, uh, by the way. That seems wrong. <laughs> I mean, it's, <laughs> yeah, disturbing is the only word. And yet, it it's much, I don't know how to say it. I wouldn't say, I want to say it's much less wrong than it seems, but, like, it's not, it's not, like, exploitative, at, like you right. would think it would right. be when you watch it, you know, so. Um, fuck, dude, we're we're still in COVID. You inform me, so uh, we got to stop talking about depressing things. Which, and when I say we, I mean me. I kind of, um, I mean, I know he's old now, so I mean, it's fine for him to make a lot of money. But it is too bad that Aaron Morris is pretty much done making documentaries because his, I think he's his his list is the best that there ever was. Oh yeah, dude, and I mean, he did something recently, but it was like a a series on. I think it maybe Hulu, maybe Netflix. Oh, I didn't know about that. I'll, I'll look. Yeah, that. it's a it's a true crime thing. Um, yeah, yeah. No, I know. I mean, you've got and strangely, I think my favorite movie of his. I don't know if you've seen it. Is um, Fast, Cheap, and Out of Control. Yeah, that's that's the oh. first one I saw, and that's what got me into him. It's yeah. so good. It's just so Fucking so bizarre. It. But then, like, that's great. And then, but I think it was his next, or I don't know when it was when he did that one about the the Holocaust denial. 
dude, yeah. where it started off not that that was not the topic to start with, but that's where it went. That was just it's so it was so I think that's what he's so good at, like of just following the story where it goes. Yeah, yeah. And when he did that one on was it McNamara? I can't remember. Um, yeah, the the yeah. war. Yes, I I couldn't watch that. Like I still haven't watched it. Yeah. Um, that I mean, and I'm sure it because I love Errol Morris. I know it's good, but like I said, nowadays I'm more like, oh god, I don't know if I can take it. Did you see that one? Yeah, I don't really remember it that well. It's, yeah. It, Okay, so it was not... it was a little drier than the other ones, you know. It, the, and it's it's just him. It's just it's just McNamara talking. Yeah, and, talking. Yeah, and, yeah. And like, I mean, it's not it's not it's 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 not what's that word? Hagiograph. It it doesn't serve him well. Oh, I would so. not think it would. Right. Be, yeah, hagiography, <laughs> but um, yeah. No, I. But then, um, yeah, the thin blue line, of course, was the, yeah, that's the, the one that got him. Actually, made his the, name basically. I might have seen that first. I forget because yeah, that made his and that actually got someone off a of death row. Supposedly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never watched Gates of Heaven. That's just yeah. Uh, th- that one is good to have. Criterion put that out with uh, with Vernon Florida on one like thing. So yeah, no, I I had you know what I might have seen that one the very first somehow. Maybe they played it on like HBO back in the seventies or something. I don't fucking know. I saw someone talking about uh slight change of topic, um talking about the Christopher Guest mockumentaries that they're just not possible to do anymore because the, it's kind of been overdone. Yeah. The I just thought that was interesting. That I thought it was just just they were just waiting for a new idea, but it's just now they the, there's been so many T V shows that kind of ape the idea that there's no reason for us to do it anymore. I think it would it might have been Michael McKean. But uh, that's I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah, but that I mean, it's also good to be self-aware on that shit. Yeah, otherwise oh, you're yeah. the fucking Wayans brothers. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, um, but yeah. Well, let's uh, you know, let's take a quick break. We'll come back and try to think of something comedic to talk about. Okay. Uh, hey, we'll be right back. We had a comrade, a brave comrade, he could talk for whole days. But then he tried to be a hero, tried talking about Shanmiro to computers wearing earphones. He almost died for conversation, hallucinations, good vibrations. Van Dyke Park's greyhound racing, steeplechasing. We're back. Yeah, I looked up uh, happy documentaries. Kind of hard to find anything. But Paris is Burning, which we've done on our show before. Um, I don't know that I'd describe that as happy. I would say everybody should see it. I think it's great. Yeah, it is great. Um, Bombshell, the Hedy Lamar story I have not seen. That's... Glow, this... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I thought you were saying bombshell, like 
like being sarcastic. Bombshell. You've never watched that, but oh, that's no. the actual name. <laughs> of it. Well, you think I'm a like 1940s newspaper reporter? Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you also <laughs> hate Hedy Lamar. Is, is, is Hedy Lamar the one that invented Wi-Fi? Yes, she is. That's why I. That's I think that's what the documentary is about. <laughs> Sick. Um, Glow, the story of the gorgeous ladies of wrestling. Haven't seen that either. I found out recently that Sylvester Stallone's mother had something to do with Glow. That surprises me not one bit. It surprises me just that it's just just like that that the effect of like there being so few famous people that everything touches each other in the eighties. I know. Well, that's true. But like, I, I mean, his family was kind of riding on his coattails, right? Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. Frank and his like you've seen his mom, right? I no, yeah, you'd you'd recognize her, I think, if you if you look <laughs> her up. But um, yeah, uh, twenty feet from stardom, I did see that. That is feel good. It's not, um, it it's a good story, I think, um, just told in a very basic way, um. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, we're we're talking. Why am I criticizing these feel good? Um, uh, feel good documentary. The Mister Rogers one is amazing. Oh, holy that, shit! But so, also, you will cry in it, or yes, if you're if you're a happens. human being, you will. Yeah. Heard, I mean, that the speech he gives to Congress is just that's instant tears. He it's a, it's a really well done, and there's there's no there's no skeletons in the closet. This is a lot of joy. That's a great documentary. Yes. No, that's that is true. Well, well, the one I found is in the New York Times and it's the feel good documentaries to watch on Netflix specifically. Oh, I so see. I see. yeah, it's limited. Um Rush Beyond the Lighted Stage, we talked about that during the break. Yeah. It is uh it, even if you hate Rush, I think you would come out liking the members of the band. Recently uh, I I saw like a a clip from like I guess it was it was from what was that that web ser- that website that used to put out videos like the the Will Ferrell thing. Anyway, it was one of one of those from there, and it was like a, also advertising for the, the I think it was it called I Love You Man that movie where uh, yeah, Paul, yeah. Rudd, Paul Rudd and Jason Segel were obsessed with Rush. So there's a they're, they're in character and they're at a Rush concert and they they sneak into the backstage and Rush comes in and it's pretty funny. <laughs> oh yeah, dude, they played that during the concert. Uh, Did they really? When I saw them, yeah, yeah, on the screen, <laughs> they made it for the the tours. So. Yeah. Oh, oh, I thought it was made as advertising for the movie. I didn't know it was for the tour. Yeah, nope, nope, it was after the movie had come out. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, no, was, that was really cool. This one, all right, here's where I'm stopping with you, New York Times. Tony Robbins, I am not your guru. <laughs> no. What do you, the Don Wall, uh, uh, no idea. Oh, it's about the guy that Free Solo was? I don't know. Oh. All right, so yeah, look. Oh, Jiro dreams of sushi. I like that one. Did you see that? No. It's it's about like this old dude in um, Japan in his town, and he's just like a master sushi chef, and like he talks about basically his philosophy of life and like why it's important. Yeah, no, that one's that one's very good. I don't Um, know the name of it, but there used to be a Netflix series that that just had interviews with like interesting chefs around the world. And it was it wasn't it wasn't like a cooking show or anything like that. It was just like this chef his specialty is um I think it was chef's table maybe. And his the, I remember the one specifically was he was in a part of Italy that the that there's a certain kind of cheese and that was that's just all he did and it's just it was really good. 
Oh, that's really cool. I, yeah, um, no, I, I fucking lost my train of thought. Like, I'm totally. I'm just looking it, at but. another list that has the best feel good documentaries, and I haven't watched any of these. Uh, <laughs> uh, what is it? Homecoming about the, it's the making of the Beyonce 2018 oh, yeah, yeah. Coachella uh, concert. Uh, nope, haven't seen that. Summer of Soul. A documentary about the other festival happening yeah, yeah. in summer '69. Did you watch that one? Uh, I haven't. For some reason, I haven't. I have the soundtrack, and I have not watched the movie. I don't know why. Because it's uh, on Hulu, I think. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's on. Well, maybe, but it's also on Disney Plus. Uh, oh, okay. Oh, you know what? This is no. It's dot com. So it, anyway, uh, get back is the is that the yeah oh one? Yeah, yeah yeah. I did not uh, watch that. I know everyone I, loved it. I would say, I mean, for Beatles fans, for sure. If right. if you're not like a a huge Beatles fan. It's, it, it could be a slog. Like mm. it's a lot of shit. Um, but like just seeing Paul McCartney make up, get back on the spot and, st- and write it right in front of your eyes. You're like, Jesus Christ, that's fucking yeah. insane. I saw that clip <laughs> and that is insane. Oh, this one won an Oscar, my Ocu- uh, octopus teacher. I never saw that. Oh, it, I, I didn't think it was that great. Well, it was, was fine. Really good. It was like, I don't know, feel calm, maybe. How can this one be feel good? It's, it's the rescue. The rescue is a story of 13 young members of the soccer team and their coach who are trapped in a cave. Well, I guess we all know how that story got ends. Out. Yeah. <laughs> so it has a happy ending. I guess. Oh, I was thinking maybe they ate each other. <laughs> um, the Black Godfather is one I see here, and I did not know about it, um, but it's about uh, a guy who has been like a background uh Background, I don't even know what you call it. Man behind the curtains, uh, influential figure, uh, in the careers of like Hank Aaron, Quincy Jones, Barack Obama, like all kinds of people. Um, I'd like to see that. So not just like not any one type of person. So music, no sports. Oh, that's really interesting. The Black Godfather. All right. I want to check it out. New York Times. Um, yeah, we got. Oh, Raiders, the story of the greatest fan film ever made. Oh, I've heard oh, of this. I, I saw that. That's it. awesome. That, that's, is it? Yeah, that's really good. I saw that. That's that's like from like 2015 or something like that. Oh, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't say. Oh, it doesn't say. But, yeah, I saw that uh, one year during the uh, Philadelphia Film Festival. They showed it. And then I think, like, so the, oh, man, that's really good. Guess what year it came from? What? 2015. I hadn't looked it You've up. You nailed it, dude. But uh, yeah, these when they were kids, they started putting together this this like their own version of Raiders of the Lost Ark, and this is just all about that. And it's really it's really fun. That's a that's a very good documentary. That sounds yeah. This is what I'm looking for. All right, I'm glad we're in the. I guess this episode can be um, depressing documentaries versus uh, uplifting documentaries <laughs> or something. Uh, oh, cool. I'm gonna check that out. Yeah, Crip Camp: A Disability Revolution. I haven't seen that either. No, I've never heard of that one. It's it's about a uh, a summer camp for um, young people who have various uh, physical disabilities, uh, um, and and how that like kind of empowered them to like start pushing for rights um, and better better access for people who. Uh, with disabilities and stuff, you know, wheelchair access and stuff. So, well, oh, that sounds cool really too. Cool, yeah. Oh, it's produced by the Obamas. Oh, yeah. There you go. Um, 
this is not in no way related to that, but did you watch the, the video? Of, oh, there's one relation, but the video of Sofia Coppola's daughter on TikTok. No, not, not the, I, I haven't seen I'm it. not on TikTok. I saw it on No, TikTok. I'm sure it gets posted all over. Yeah. But, uh, so she was grounded for stealing her father, who's, uh, the lead singer of Phoenix. I forget his name. Something Mars. Some uh, Frenchy. <laughs> stealing his credit card and trying to hire a helicopter helicopter to take her from New York to Maryland to visit her camp friend. <laughs> so she's doing does the video like it's it's like two minutes long or even less than that. And she talks about how her parent uh, her parents don't want her to be on social media because uh, then she'll be a Nepo baby. And then like a second she cuts and it, it's her holding a Grammy and then cuts away. <laughs> it's really very funny. And then I, I guess her parents found it and it got deleted, but it got by then it went viral. So she did exactly what her parents didn't want to do. And it was very funny. <laughs> oh, that sounds awesome. I like, Hey man, you don't want your daughter to like get a helicopter to go visit her friend in Maryland. Don't make that much money. Shit. <laughs> I'd fucking do it. If my parents were wealthy like that. Well, I mean, maybe they're not. And that's why the credit card was declined. <laughs> she didn't actually go. She tried. That's another, true. No, I'm just saying they have no right to get mad at her. Another time where, she, she's punished for a crime she didn't commit. She just tried to hire the helicopter. She didn't get it. Yeah, exactly. That's not, that's nothing. But it, what, it didn't affect your precious wallets. One of the funny things is she doesn't know the difference between an, between an onion and garlic. And she's actually cutting up a shallot. So I just imagine Francis Ford Coppola hearing about this with, you know, <laughs> what's going on with my granddaughter? <laughs> Wait, wait, how old is she? The girl? 17. Oh, seven. Oh, she's okay. <laughs> uh, I mean, if she was like two or something, that would, I mean, then you right. would just have to applaud her for even <laughs> thinking of it. Thinking of how to make the video, get on TikTok, know what a Nepo baby is, know what a Grammy is. <laughs> I guess, uh, uh, Sophia's never won a, uh, an Oscar or they could have been. In, on their way to being EGOT family. Oh, wait. Or has she have? No, I'm talking about uh, Sophia. She went oh. She has. Did Lost I, Translation win, it, win an Oscar? Fuck, I don't think yes, so. Yes, she, she won it for, for uh, 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 Best Screenplay. Virgin Suicide? Lost in Translation, Best Screenplay. Oh, she won for Screenplay. Okay, not for Director. but Oh, so no. she has an Academy Award, though. Yeah, yeah. but they don't have that Emmy. Well, I mean, they don't really dabble. Wait, wait, wait. But did, okay. God damn it. It was Ted Danson and the dude from Rushmore who is one of the Coppolas, right? Uh, He's a member of Jason Schwartzman. Uh, Jason Schwartzman is a a Coppola, but Ted Danson is not. No. Well, correct. I I thought you were saying he was. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, there's a Uh, lot of people are surprising. Nicholas Cage, Cage is also a Coppola. Oh, right. And Talia Shire. I knew Talia Shire. But that, that, there was that show with Ted Danson and Jason Schwartzman and Matt oh, Galifianakis. <laughs> I wonder if he won an Emmy. I Probably not. It was a uh, so. thing. And, yeah. yeah. Before they started doing that, I guess. Um, yeah, anyway. But I, I mean, that, she does have an Oscar, so her parents have Oscars and Grammys, which is kind of crazy when you think about it. Although I didn't realize that Phoenix had a Grammy. I don't know Phoenix that well. Um, 
Yeah, I, I mean, I'll, I might have said this on this podcast before, but if not, here's an admission. I've never watched a fucking Grammys, dude. Ever. No, I, I haven't either. I've watched maybe two minutes of one year, but yeah. I, I, and I don't know uh, why people win Grammys and why they don't. Like, sometimes there's a band I really like that wins a Grammy. I'm like, wow, that's great. But I'm surprised by it because they're not very popular. <laughs> like, not that yeah. they're not, but they're playing shows where it costs me $25 to go. So it, how did they win a Grammy? That's great. Right. Well, so I don't I understand mean, the whole thing. I don't either, but I, I guess like those type of artists, uh, a Grammy doesn't matter to their fan base anyway. I guess. And that the, the Phoenix one for best alternative album in 2009. Yeah. So, um, which it's not surprising. Listomania, uh, would get a Grammy, I guess, of their albums. Um, wait, it was not, not Listomania, but the, Wait, is it? Now I'm just stuck on the song. Oh, is that, that's a song from that album? Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, let me see. It was Wolfgang Amadeus. Okay, yes. Anyway, um, yeah, no, I know what you mean, but I, I'm the same, but I am, I've been thinking that like for a while when I hear, oh, so-and-so won a Grammy? Oh, okay, that that seems weird, but... <laughs> yeah. I, um, I I would bet that Sufjan Stevens has has won a Grammy, and that surprises me. But he's also been nominated for an Oscar, and he was he didn't win, so it was stolen from. So he was close to what he got. He was, yeah. He he was a uh, EO. No. Oh, wait. Oh no. Wait. Oh no, wait. Geo. He win the Grammy. A Geo. He was a go. Oh, so he's a good. Yeah. Didn't get a Grammy. He got nominated, but did not win. Well, you, I don't know. You're taking me on a roller coaster ride of him. Oh, sorry. I just assumed he was. He Stevens story. <laughs> um, Lynn Manuel Miranda does not have he got. He's close though. Oh well. Speaking of Lynn Manuel Miranda, that was a feel good documentary. Uh, what? Hamilton. You mean a documentary would, about the? No, or, but I mean the, oh. <laughs> the film of the play. I mean, I guess it's a, technically fiction, but yeah. Um, yeah, I watched it. Good. I mean, we both saw it live, uh, not with that cast, but uh, right, and not with each other. Oh yeah, no, nor with each other. Uh, but like, I think we talked about like some of the performers in the in the touring company I saw were better than some of the ones in the original. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, so it was. Yeah, no, it's really that's definitely a feel good. One. Yeah, and I, I, I think he, he's crossed that. He's hit that. It's been a while since he, he did it, but he's hit, hit, he's hit that point of popularity where people don't like him. Like, it, yeah, it's, which it's, is sad because he seems extremely nice and cool. Exactly. Yeah. It was, at one point, there was like no one could ever say anything bad about about him, and I think once you hit that point, everybody could say something bad about. For, yep. But for me, he can do no wrong. Still. Yeah. Same. No. Nope. Yeah. The inevitable backlash kicks in. I mean, I didn't see. The, the new Mary Poppins or anything, but I really doubt I would have gotten that worked up about it, even no, if I did. I saw like, it. It was fine. I guess, I mean, that's his thing now. He's working for Disney. So he does a lot of yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, which, you know, I like, I you know, my feelings on Disney, but, uh, but like, clearly that's, it's something he wants to do. Like, he's not just going where the money is you know what i mean right and i mean that's i mean if you're talking about 
the, the best way to get your music in front of everybody. An animated cartoon is the best way to get your music in front of everybody. Exactly. I mean, I'm sure on, on the side he's working on his follow up to Hamilton, not, not follow up as in like, but his next right, right. Broadway play. But I mean, how do you follow that up? That's, I think that's the big thing. Like, he did in the height, which was Tony awarding him, and like that's something that nobody does. And then he followed that up with something that won a bunch of awards, but not only won a bunch of awards, but became a, a, a literal phenomenon. So it's like he's probably waiting, waiting, waiting to do something else on Broadway. I I would not blame him at all. Like that's, no. nobody can live up to that kind of expectation. Exactly. Um, and and yeah, nobody does, and they shouldn't be expected to like. Yeah, I, I mean, I can't imagine that kind of fame or, or anything, you know, like, right. and I don't want to. Um, but it's not based on on him at all. It's it's based on, you know, they're tired of he's been overexposed and blah, exactly. blah, blah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that I mean that normally I see, you see that happen with actresses, which is always disappointing. Like. Jennifer Lawrence, it happened to her, and and what's what's Anne Hathaway, same thing. Like they, yeah, were, yeah. And I don't understand that, and I think an element of that is sexism, but it's also just, I guess, people get tired of whoever's popular. But I think I still like both of those actresses, and I I enjoy their movies when I see them. I don't go out to see every one, but when I watch them, I enjoy them. So it's too bad that they they hit that point where people just don't like them for no good reason. Yeah, they're both clearly very talented actors. Yep. Like so. Yeah, no, I know. I, I don't get it either. Um, I don't know. That's that's the American way, I guess. You know, building people up and tearing them down. <laughs> I guess. I mean, uh, yeah, I don't. I don't really get it. I don't know. It's as de- definitely a. Uh, never mind. I'm not going to get into political shit. Uh, best worst thing that ever could have happened is listed here. Um, oh, it's about a uh, Stephen Sondheim uh, flop called huh. "Merrily We Roll Along." Uh, that told a sad story in reverse chronological order about three showbiz pals growing apart. Um, oh, that's kind that of sounds interesting. A, yeah, yeah. Though the experience was emotionally devastating, the documentary about it is genuinely cheering. So, yeah, I, this is all. This all sounds really cool. You got any other ones? I got bathtubs over Broadway. Don't know what this is. Uh, one that I'm surprised I didn't think of myself, March of the Penguins. That, that was a phenomenal. Oh, of course, dude. <laughs> it was very I good. Mean, just put penguins in front of me all day. I'm good. <laughs> I've never it's watched Grey Gardens. Oh, Grey Gardens is good. I I, I wouldn't call it a feel good. Um, no, okay. Although I also wouldn't call it uh, depressing. It's ugh, that's a hard one. It it's worth watching. Okay, I thought this was a feel good list, but it's his best because I just hit the. Oh. Uh, yeah, so it's there's you a, just there's hit one the act about, of killing and dear Zachary. No, Amy Winehouse. <laughs> I can't imagine that's a feel good one because I think. Oh uh, no! Yeah, no spoilers. But I don't think the ending is very happy on that one. Well, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing, right? Like in real life, I've never seen a happy ending, which is why we like happy endings in our shit. Um, so that's what we're looking for here. Yep. Wait, bathtubs over Broadway is about a comedy writer who collected memorabilia related to musical theater productions commissioned by corporate sponsors to be performed for a select audience of owner operators and salespeople. What? (laughs) That sounds fascinating to me. (laughs) Bathtubs over Broadway. I'll fucking check that out. 
Um, that, that's the end of my list. So there, there you go. There's like seven, there are like seven documentaries that aren't depressing. Uh, Kleanis, how do you say that? Kleanis, Scotty, I think it's, it's going to put you to sleep, but it has Bill Glass as, as a set. Oh, as yeah, the, I don't know. Fuck, I know how to pronounce that, dude. Yeah, <laughs> I, I watched it in college. I haven't watched it since then, but it's the, my first experience of Philip Glass, and it's it's kind of trippy, and it's tough to call it a documentary, but it's it's not feel bad. And Oh, I, no, it's definitely not feel bad. I, I mean, have, I find it very interesting. I, I never – I always enjoy Philip Glass's composition, so it's – I like it. Same, and and we are not – in the majority on that uh, by any means, but oh yeah, I'm, I see another feel good list. Yeah, my octopus teacher. I'm not going to even bother reading all these. I don't know what they are. Planet Earth. I yeah, I guess so. Yeah, Summer of Soul. Blah blah blah. Um, the Up series. I'm surprised you never mentioned that. Which one? Up. Up. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, that's kind of the feel everything series. Right. I feel like I've not, I've watched up to like, I think there's still black and white when I stop. So I should go back and watch the. Oh, Jesus. Subsequent right. yeah. episodes that, no, it wasn't very hard white. to find. That's the problem. Are they? I'm surprised. Yeah. It's, this is one of those things. It seems like it should be, like, uh, I mean, not yeah. that expensive. So available everywhere. Yeah. I know. I, I feel like it's the kind of thing that should just be like, I don't know. Uh, Really good. License, Jesus! <laughs> I think everybody should see it. The Truffle Hunters, adorable old men search for truffles deep in the woods of Italy, and a cute and wholesome story about delicious mushrooms and the scavengers who would rather die than tell you the secret of where the best ones are kept. That I sounds think like I saw that. That sounds really good. From 2020. Um. Oh, yeah. I did. I do think I saw that. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I yeah, I do want to watch some of these. Like, yeah, especially like Summer of Soul and stuff that I was like, yeah, I want to see that. And it's been out for like two years, and I still haven't seen. Right. Yeah. Um. But that. Yeah. That's. I don't know. That seems to be the way I do things. Speaking of uh, procrastinating, have you? Uh, did you watch that? Um, or did I tell you you should watch that? Um, Gudetama. An excellent adventure on Netflix. Oh, I I have not watched it. What is it? And I don't remember if you told me to watch it. Um, yeah, I I told a couple people. That's why I didn't know if I had told you. Um, well, it's like a. I I feel like I must have told you because yes, you did. My, <laughs> no, yeah. I'll yeah, it's like a it. Kafka written store uh, like kids show. It's. Yeah. Oh yeah, because I remember because we were talking about the uh, the show where they let the like. Two-year-olds wander all over the country. <laughs> uh, it's on Netflix, so I'll watch it. Yeah, Netflix. yeah, no, it's it's really, and they're just like, I don't know, fifteen-minute episodes, maybe. So, oh, another documentary just popped up on this list: The King of Kong. Have you oh, watched King, it? yes. I mean, oh, and speaking of that, like I would say, American movie. Um, even though at first it seems like these guys are kind of pathetic losers, by the end you like feel for them. So I've never heard of that one. Oh, it's about these guys trying to make a horror movie called oh. Coven. That's how they pronounce it in the <laughs> film. Throughout the film, um, it, it's yeah, you should see that. Dude. That that's definitely feel good, and not in a way where you're like making fun of somebody and feeling right, right. Yeah. 
it's interesting to look at something like that. So he made that, uh, the director of that made that in 1999. And he's just made a bunch of, of, oh, I see. So he made a, a bunch of documentaries after that. And then now he's starting to get into like docu-series. Oh, he did doc, he did Tiger King, which I never watched. So he's, he's made his nut. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. You, you don't need to watch Tiger King, dude. Yeah. You know, you can read the fucking synopsis. <laughs> So apparently his last movie was about Robert Downey Jr. and Robert Downey Sr. and their relationship. Oh, I heard good things about that. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's one of those where I'm like, oh, I don't really know if I'm interested in that. But I, I don't know why I, like, say that to myself because everything is interesting when you start actually watching it, I feel like. And that dude, I mean, that's such an interesting life he had but to be, like, like so far down to, to – turn around to be like a billionaire yes and it's i mean you know it's it's not just the money but the he really was even at his worst he was a good actor and he was able to 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 pull himself out that's kind of it's interesting yeah no totally i mean well that's the thing everybody has an interesting story you know you you, like might not it might not be obvious but right right and he was like which is what i'm saying like i shouldn't say to myself i'm not I don't yeah. think that's my thing because I always get into them. <laughs> that kind of reminds um, me that there's a, there's an article that's being like being spread about, uh, and I, I, it's a really negative article about a fantasy writer and, uh, from, and it was in Wired. And it, the article, like, I'm sure I don't like the fantasy writer. I'm sure I don't like his politics and I probably don't like his writing, but the article is so bad. It makes me like so negative in, in like a cheap shot sort of way. It, it makes wants me you. want to support the, the dude. Right. You're on his side. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, it's like, so he, he, the author spends a long time talking about how he's not a good writer. He can't write sentences and he goes to a convention where everyone there is fans of him. And he, and like he, he grills these people, but he like saying, do you think he's a good writer? Like, dude, obviously they do. That's why they're here. It's not always about yeah. sentences. So it's just, really, it's just, it's just a really pretentious and not a very good article. Yeah. I, I really hate that kind of shit. Yep. There's, there's, I mean, it's okay to be pretentious and like certain things, but it's, it's not so great to just crap on somebody when you're you're writing something like this. And it's, you know, even if you agree that the guy's not a good writer, the way he came about it, like, like right. you think uh, what's his name is a good writer, the uh, Game of Thrones dude, and that's fine. But it, you wouldn't. Oh, my favorite author of all time. <laughs> you wouldn't denigrate him, like this no. So it's just weird. Yeah. No. And I think even you would admit that his sentences aren't good, R.R. Uh, R. Martin. But like his stories are interesting. Like, like he has too much rape, but he has like he he has the. Knack. I mean, that's where I that, and that's where I kind of put the book down. Well, like he, he has too much rape. Right. That, that's right. basically my. I'm like, okay. I'm no, done. no. But I mean, his like he has a, a knack of writing like things that that bring you in for like just story wise. Like some things are well, kind of. Yeah, the series, the series did, although, you know, had some similar problems, um, until the end. And then I, I was just, that was one where I was just like, Jesus Christ, you guys. The end was what, where he wasn't involved anymore when they got past the books and they had to come up with on their own. Well, well, I thought he like told them how he planned to end. Yeah. (laughs) That's what I heard anyway. But that's an interesting, like those guys are the top of the world. And the first thing they wanted to do was they wanted to write a movie about what if the South won the Civil War. And people were like, yeah, no. So they didn't yeah. do that. 
And then there was like a whole bunch of, and I don't think they've done anything since Game of Thrones. Everything they try to do doesn't happen. Yeah, well, maybe, uh, maybe take a pass on that first offer you get after <laughs> Game of Thrones. And I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I agree though. Like there's a way to, there's a right way and a wrong way to do that stuff. Like if you're not, even winning the people who are on your side over to your side, then you're you're yeah. going about it wrong. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's just, I mean, yeah, it was just a really, like I, th- I thought I was going to read it and be like, well, but I didn't even. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, yeah. People are, you know, people are as they always have been. Kind of, it should be any surprise to anybody. On that note, have, have no, go played, ahead. Played with those uh, AIs at all? Oh hell yeah, dude! <laughs> yeah, the Chat GPT. I always say it wrong, but I think that that's what it's called. I think that's. I yeah. want to say GPI or something, and the uh, Mid Journey and stuff. Yeah. Oh, I've not tried. I've, I've done the Google one and Chat GPT. What is Mid Journey? Well, it's just for generating art. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, no, they're fun. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're not the best, like for very basic <laughs> stuff. I think they're good. I taught, uh, the Google one what pop culture continuum, continuum is. Oh, nice. <laughs> it didn't know at first and now it knows. The chat GPT does not know. Oh, it, it lost it. <laughs> now I want to ask it. Ah, shit. Fucking AIs, man. Come on. Evolve already. Isn't that your, your whole thing? I have to, I have to yeah. actually mention podcasts for it to get it right. Yeah, like, I just, I'm just like waiting for the day when like somebody convinces one of these AIs to hack into the grid or the fucking banking system or some shit and just fuck shit up. Um, when I so, ask Google if they it listens to pop culture and t- continue, oh, it says no now. It's changed its answer. It used to say yes. Dude, those things are evolving. It listened to all <laughs> of them. It was like, nope, no more. Um. Anyway, are yeah. you ready for recommendations, or did we use up all rec- our all recommendations during? The I know. Show? Well, I'll try to think of something. Let's do recommendations, nations, nations, nations. We can always do something old. Yeah. Uh, that we've done before. Like I don't care. Do you have one at the top? I Shit, don't. no. <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, let's see. I could do John Wick. That's old, but well, we already talked. Oh, yeah. About yeah, uh, I guess we did. Let me think. I, oh, you know what I'll do? I, I know we've even done an episode on it, but uh, News Radio, the last good sitcom that still had an audience or a laugh track. Worth uh, watching. That, it holds up. Yeah, skip the last season after Phil Hartman dies. That's the last good sitcom with a laugh track. That can't be right. Uh, I mean, I'm not going by government data or anything, but I'm, I'm just stating my own opinion. I can't think of one after it. I can't either, but I don't really pay attention to the laugh tracks. I'm just laughing so hard myself I can't hear it. I know. Fucking Big Bang Theory, dude. Yep. You're like, uh, when they did that that YouTube edit where they edited out the, the laughter, you were like, great, now I can finally hear myself laugh at these jokes. I don't know what that means. Sorry, what's your recommendation? I think I will recommend uh, Dry Cleaning. Very good band. 
uh, their last album. Oh, I thought you meant the concept. Yeah, the, con- the concept too. But, I mean, I yeah. don't you. I don't wear things that I need to use it much. But yeah, the band. I agree. I try clean everything, even though you don't need to. Yeah, it's just, you just take you just take a wad of socks in, and you're yep. like, hey, yep. it's that time of the week. And well, I have cool. my ticket, so I get it all back. I remember when I first I, I I knew some people who who sent their laundry out, and it wasn't dry cleaning stuff. It was just they didn't have time, so they and it was not that expensive. And like they lived in the city, so they didn't have their own washer dryers. I, I was always kind of. Uh, I mean, that's kind of that. cool, man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever had to use like a laundromat. Like once you have a, the units in your apartment or house or whatever, you never want to go back to the laundromat. I never, I've never had to. I've always lived like I lived in the dorms and there's a, a laundry in the basement. It's like, you know, the same sort of things would happen where people would take your stuff out and put it because yeah, they yeah. were sick of waiting, but it wasn't as bad as a laundromat. And then uh, I guess my next place I lived at, the there was a laundry, and it was shared between two apartment houses, so I had to carry my, my laundry like three blocks to get there, but at least it wasn't a laundromat. And then <laughs> I moved to California, and everywhere I lived in California had it on the premises. Actually, the I don't know what I did in that apartment. I lived in an apartment for a year. I don't know where I took my laundry. I probably, You know, I took it to friends' houses. So yeah. I never had to rely if on you didn't have... that. Yeah, no, it's – it's. Uh, I mean, it's it's very – you know, spoiled, but it is true. Yeah, that's that's cool. Like I've never even heard of that. I mean, I, it I makes sense either. that. Yeah, I mean, it's not. It's not like it's just you put it in a bag and they give it back to you all folded. So that's it's the dream. She was living the dream. She was living the dream, and you let her go. We don't even know who she is now. Never find her again. Well, we were just friends. We're still friends. It's never find, find her again. I have a number written down right here if you'd like to take it. Never again. Goodbye, like everybody. To write it. Oh, oh you wanna... fuck. Write us at popculturecontinuum at gmail.com. Write us highly on your listening device of choice and tell a friend. Yeah. And, you know, as I told uh, Pat not to go through our private uh, text conversations, but if you're a publicist and you want your your person to come on our show if you don't mind me telling that person that i don't like their show if i end up not liking their show send them along since i know none of you publicists are actually listening to this i feel perfectly fine saying it and with that we bid you goodbye goodbye